Hi, this is Mark Rabin. This is episode 216 of Lean Blog Audio. Today, I am looking back to a post that was published on June 11th, 2010. That's just over seven years ago. I am uh, doing the podcast for this post because I'm going to be writing a new post shortly that's going to uh, look back at the article and include some details from a recent interview that I did with a senior supply chain director at Seattle Children's Hospital to try to update the story a little bit. So the title of the post from 2010 was Lean Healthcare Featured in Sunday's New York Times Business Page. So again, this is from 2010. Today's New York Times has an outstanding article about lean healthcare and what Seattle Children's Hospital calls CPI, or Continuous Performance Improvement. The article from the New York Times, the headline online, says, Factory Efficiency Comes to the Hospital. Now, I wish the headline had also addressed quality, waiting time, staff engagement, things like that, but the article body does, at least. You know, the article highlights Seattle Children's Hospital, as well as others, including members of the Healthcare Value Network, including, at the time, Park Nicolette, Akron Children's, and Paul Levy's Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. He was CEO there at the time, and Virginia Mason Medical Center as well, um, not a member of the Healthcare Value Network. Um, I was quoted in the article as well, which I'll talk about later. Now, I try not to judge an article by its headline. The online headline is a bit cringeworthy, factory efficiency comes to the hospital, as it makes you wonder how people from outside manufacturing will read this, you know, including the general New York Times readership. It might sound like a negative thing, like, you know, what? You're turning the hospital into an assembly line? Oh, no. In an interesting twist, though, um, the print edition headline uh, is different. It read, factory finesse at the hospital. Now, I like that headline better. You know, what headline would you have given it to more fully represent the breadth of improvements that came from Lean Healthcare? You can leave uh, people, I invited people at the time uh, to leave a comment at the end of the post. And you can find a link to that and the New York Times article by going to leanblog.org slash audio 216. Now, the article highlights the role of Toyota and Lean in the CPI program at Seattle Children's. And there's actually a pretty good definition of Lean uh, for being a mainstream media piece. It writes, the main goals of the approach known as Kaizen are to reduce waste and to increase value for customers through continuous small improvements. Now, I wish that definition had included the respect for people element of the Toyota approach, um, but at least the definition covered reducing waste as opposed to just cost cutting, as well as focusing on value and the customer. And Kaizen, of course, is a major piece of the broader uh, lean methodology in the Toyota production system. So the article highlights many benefits of lean, including making sure nurses have supplies readily available so they can spend more time with patients. If you want to hear um, sort of the opposite of this, um, struggles with health systems not having supplies readily available, uh, you can go check out the previous episode 215 through your podcast software, or you can go to leanblog.org slash audio 215. So the New York Times article here, though, gives a nice basic description of what we'd call a two-bin Kanban system, a very simple and effective strategy. Now, I had the chance to visit Seattle Children's in August of 2009, and I was very impressed with their supply chain processes and Kanban systems that were put in place by a VP at the time who came from the high-tech manufacturing world. Another benefit. 
Fully engaging staff leads to fewer mistakes, better outcomes, and lower cost. From the article. And while a sick kid isn't a Camry, Seattle Children's Hospital has found that checklists, standardization, and nonstop brainstorming with frontline staff and customers can pay off. It turns out that the highest quality care is also the most cost-effective because we make fewer mistakes and create better outcomes, says Patrick Hagen, the hospital's president, at, I'll add, at the time in 2010. So Hagen outlined some other improvements in terms of cost and capacity. Cost per patient is down 3.7%, which I think is really um, something to think about uh, in this environment where cost is usually going up. The hospital is serving 38,000 patients a year compared to 27,000 in 2004. That's a 40% increase without expanding or added beds at the time. This has saved them $180 million, they claim. And since 2010, they have done um, some construction and uh, expansion. But thankfully, this article from 2010 strikes a balance between quality and cost improvements, talking about how they go hand in hand. Again, it says in the article, some people think they have to choose between quality of care and saving money, said Dr. David Chand, who attended the training and now uses CPI methods at Akron Children's Hospital in Ohio. CPI improves both patient outcomes and the hospital's bottom line. Now, unfortunately, the article doesn't give really good quantifiable examples of quality improvement, but at least it was discussed. So what's another benefit of Lean? They talk about creativity over capital. Akron Children's described how they reduced waiting time for non-emergent MRIs from 25 days to just one or two days. And again, this was done without expensive capital spending. A $20,000 improvement project worked for them, allowing them to avoid a $3.5 million construction project. These sorts of savings are being seen at leading lean hospitals around the country. So imagine the impact on our national health bill if we could spread this thinking. The end of the article also mentions savings due to new construction at a new facility in Bellevue, Washington, which um, I've seen, uh, I think it was after this New York Times article uh, was, was written. I'll uh, make reference to that in the update post I'm gonna do soon. But again, it said from the Times, the hospital was able to shave 30,000 square feet and $20 million off of the new building, which is to open July 20th. So both sides of the story, question mark. Well, you know, responsible journalism covers both sides of the story. Even with the overwhelming praise for lean and CPI methods in the article, you can always find somebody who doesn't like lean or they're willing to say they're opposed to lean because uh, perhaps it serves their purpose. In this case, it's the Minnesota Nurses Association, a group that I've been trying to have a constructive debate with, but it's seeming more and more pointless and not surprising considering uh, their, at the time, uh, the, the video they published that was misleading. Uh, I blogged about that uh, back in 2010. Now you try to talk with Lean and they fall back on complaints about greedy business people and how much money the hospital executives are making. Uh, so the union is quoted as saying, she says that in an effort to reduce waste, consultants observed her and her colleagues and tried to determine the amount of time each of her tasks should take. But procedure times can't always be standardized, she says. For example, some children need to be calmed before IVs are inserted into their arms or parents may need more information, end of, uh, end of quote. Now, they may have a point there. You know, remember, again, that the Toyota Way approach has two equally important pillars. One, continuous improvement and waste reduction. Two, respect for humanity, aka respect for people. 
when things are done in the name of lean that ignore respect for people, um, I call that LAME here on the blog, the acronym L-A-M-E, lean as misguidedly executed. If indeed the consultants were just hovering over the nurses, that's more like outdated Taylorist time studies. That's not lean. I mean, you can collect time data, but it shouldn't be used as a quota or a mindless target. Lean thinkers realize there's variation in healthcare and that some patients will require more time, and that should be built into the process and the staffing model. So the nurse could be complaining uh, about lame or she's misrepresenting what happens, who knows. But the union also complains that lean has led to quote unquote unsafe staffing levels, but the hospitals disagree saying um, from the article, Brian Lucas, a spokesman for Children's Hospitals and Clinics of Minnesota, says the lean efforts have been used to reduce unnecessary tasks and have not reduced, have not resulted in lower nurse to patient ratios. To the contrary, he says, they have allowed nurses to spend more time delivering care to patients. So in the article, I got quoted and, and not horribly misquoted. The reporter, Julie Weed, reached out to me um, and was looking for some quotes about the challenges with lean. If this methodology is so popular and effective, why isn't everyone doing it? From the article, techniques like CPI may indeed be hard for many hospitals to put into effect, says Mark Raven, a senior fellow at the Lean Enterprise Institute, a nonprofit research, education, and publishing company. The process takes a large amount of time and requires a culture shift that many hospitals may not be able to accommodate or sustain. I was quoted as saying, if the leadership tries to force new ways of doing things, the staff may chafe under the successive changes. Now, there's always a risk of being misquoted, and I don't think that happened here, thankfully. You know, the reporter got the tone of my comments correct. Um, I was afraid uh, a little bit of seeming too much, uh, being on the critic side uh, of their balanced story. You know, Lean works amazingly well in healthcare, uh, but it requires a lot of leadership from all levels, and it takes time to change mindsets. Lean concepts seem simple, uh, but making this happen ain't easy. So final comments. The article has quotes from physicians talking about how they came to believe in these quote-unquote factory methods. The article also mentions Joan Wellman, the consultant who started with Seattle Children's and their initial lean and CPI approach in the mid-1990s. I mean, she's such a pioneer, and it was great to see her get this much-deserved recognition. You might want to check out uh, my podcast interview with her. Um, she's fantastic. You can go to leanblog.org slash 80. That's in my original Lean Blog podcast series. So I'm curious to hear your comments about the article. Thanks to the New York Times for highlighting this exciting uh, movement in healthcare improvement. So um, there are uh, a number of comments. I'd encourage you if you want to read um, those comments, uh, go to leanblog.org audio 216.